Pratt digs up time capsule, finds Zima's. Hello, citizens of the human race. This is WBEZ's It's All True podcast, powered by America's second favorite source for fake news, thewhiskeyjournal.com. I'm your host, Tim Barnes, and you just heard a fake news headline from comedian Candy Lawrence. In each episode of the show, I talk to a great guest and then ask him to tell me a funny personal true story. This week, I chat with comedian Will Miles. He's originally from Chicago. Born on the west side, lived in Boys Town for quite some time. But now you can see him all around New York. We talk about that transition. None of these people know me, so they don't even know if I'm funny at all yet. And his love for romantic comedies. Everybody feels some type of way when you watch romantic comedy. You feel something. And it all wraps up with one of the worst dating stories I've ever heard. Yeah, and then she kept going to the bathroom, and then her friend was like, you know why she's going to the bathroom, right? She keeps pooping. But before we dive in, let's listen to Will Miles hit the stage. I watch those movies, and I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find love if I just follow suit with the romantic comedy stylings of Matthew McConaughey. It's like one thing I do that's just like romantic comedy is anytime I meet a girl for the first time, I think she's like real pretty. I've become best friends with her for like five years before I realize we should be in love and I should like learn her full name. And, uh, another thing I do like romantic comedy is anytime I'm on the train and I see a, a couple arguing, I always get right in between. And I'm like, hey, sir, she doesn't deserve that. Come with me. We're getting off at the next stop. She never leaves with me, but I try a lot. And one of these days. And another thing I do like romantic comedies, uh, anytime I see a couple kissing right outside of a bar, I always try to be like the black dude in the background of those movies who just walks by and goes, that's all right, just <laughs> keep walking. I really want to be a black extra so bad. Like, I can shrug, I can eye roll. What? That's crazy. Scene, money in my pocket, that's it. <laughs> Hell no, what? <laughs> Leave the set, that's the best thing ever. That was Will Miles on the Night Train Showcase hosted by Wyatt Cenac in New York City. Chicago and New York are different in a few ways. Industry dictates things in New York. Here, it's a great place to grow because you're free to do everything you want creatively. But in New York, you can't really try new things. You've got to already be good at it because, like, you never know MTV might be in the crowd or, like, Comedy Central. When I first moved to Chicago, there was a particular moment when I began to truly respect Will Miles. And I couldn't wait to talk to him about it. I saw you at an open mic, and you went up there, and during your entire set at the open mic, you were just eating a sandwich. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I knew that like Will Miles is on another level. But, uh... <laughs> it's probably high. Uh... <laughs> but I, I learned a lot from that because it was like, yeah, you're just using the open mic for the open mic. You're using this. Oh to, yeah. To, and that's it. That's all it is. That's when I learned that you should. The open mic is a tool. It's not the big deal. Yeah. Right. 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 I yeah. Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's more, <laughs> especially when you've been, because I don't know. In New York, when I first got there, I was like, oh yeah, maybe I can treat open mics the way I did in Chicago. Oh but yeah. But then it's like, oh no, none of these people know me, so they don't even know if I'm funny at all yet. <laughs> like here, I was already doing a bunch of shows and stuff, so I was like, open mics were literally just to try out new jokes but there the first month and this is advice i got in my first month i think it was emily heller or somebody was like yeah my first month when i moved all i did was my a material 
at every open mic just so people could be like, oh, that person's funny. They should do shows. I saw some other cool shit in New York since I moved here. I saw a dude get an argument with a policeman. And coming from Chicago, that is f***ing shocking. Because uh, you get killed out there for that. So it was cool to see. And he, he started the conversation with a cop by saying, f*** you. Which is so cool. I was so jealous. I, I was walking by. I was like, ooh, let me take my headphones out. This guy's talking my language. And uh, he was like, f*** you, man. F*** you. You think I don't know the law? I know the law. If you walk across this street, I'll f*** you up. Said that to a cop. And I don't think that dude knew the law at all. <laughs> Pretty sure that's not in any law book. I would have known about that by now. <laughs> well, did you rob that bank? It's fine. I crossed the streets. I know the law. <laughs> so in high school, I, I really liked Dave Chappelle's um, Killing Them Softly. Like, I like Damon Wayne's Last Stand. I like Sinbad. But I, none of that made me want to be like, maybe I should do comedy. But then I saw Killing Him Softly, and he was talking about a lot of things I was going through. So I was like, oh, man, I got white friends <laughs> who can talk to cops, and I can't. This is weird. Yeah, I get it. Black people are very afraid of the police. That is a big part of our culture. Don't matter how rich you are, how old you are. We're just afraid of them. We got, we got every reason to be afraid of them. You know what I mean? Like, you're a white lady. You ever been pulled over before? You know, and what they say, let me see your driver's license and your registration, right? See? See, I'm just guessing. And I was like, I get all those jokes. Those are funny. Maybe comedy is something I should do. And then in, uh, in college, one of my teachers was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I think comedian. And from then on, she was just always referred to me as the comedian in class. It was speech class. And so then every speech I would give, everybody would laugh. And I was like, oh, maybe I got a career in this. <laughs> and then uh, my buddy Clark had like a forum called... Why I Love Black Women at Spelman, a uh, campus filled with black women. <laughs> but he had, <laughs> and he, uh, he had all these people like the SGA president and SGA this and SGA that. And then he had an open spot and he had nobody to fill it. And he was like, I guess, Will, do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, I don't have any. I'm just the campus pothead, but fine. <laughs> and I got on there and, uh, and I just made everybody laugh the whole time. And everybody afterwards was like, you were so funny. And I was like, that's kind of a good feeling. Like. Having people come up after and say, you're so funny, you're great, you should do this. So what were the, those early uh, things you performed in front of the class? What were the topics? Uh, there was one in, uh, involving a sandwich. <laughs> Very weird. <laughs> like where she was like, all right, guys, first thing, a speech, just describe something you would do every day. How would you make a sandwich? And I got up there and I was like literally laying down before and she was like, well, your turn. And I was like, what? All right, cool. And got up in front of the class and just described making a sandwich. And for some reason, they were laughing. <laughs> I was like, I guess I get two pieces of bread and put like a meat in there. And that made people laugh in the class. I'm like, all right, well, what, I, whatever I'm saying is making them laugh. I guess I'll keep doing it. And I started hamming it up. And I can tell that things are going well for you in New York because there's this picture that I love <laughs> of you. Uh, you and Chris Rock are in the same picture. And your your eyes are like lasers, yeah. laser, <laughs> like <laughs> laser beams staring right at him. It's, it's so funny to me because it's just like you're so serious. Oh yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> what, man, so right before that picture was taken, Hannibal introduced me to Chris Rock, and he was like, "This is my friend Will. He opens for me a lot. He's very funny." And then Chris was like. I don't know any new guys. And then just walked away. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> then he came back and he was like, so he's funny. Are you funny? And I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm funny. I mean, I just opened for him at NYU last week. <laughs> like talking to him like I was really nervous. <laughs> and then I was like, nah, he's real funny. And he was like, all right, but is he funny or is he your boy? Like you said, he opens for you. Is he your boy or is he funny? And I was like, oh, man. 
because he was making it was in the editing stages or at the end of the filming of top five when right. i met him so he was just nervous about putting it out at all because he was like i don't know if anyone's gonna like it like it's just my ideas <laughs> i don't know it's the first movie i've written and directed and he was like but i think it's looking good i'm really I, I don't know if i'm ready to put it out yet and just talking about that kind of stuff so i was just listening to him like Number one, I can't believe I'm talking to Chris Rock right now. <laughs> that that kept going in my head. I'm like, so Chris Rock is talking to me. Okay, cool. Let me first process that. Also, he's making a movie. Awesome. I didn't know that. That's cool. Uh, and uh, also, I mean, yeah, because right before I moved, I had been watching all these Chris Rock clips about life and comedy, and he's my guru. Like, all, just off watching all these comedy clips, I'm like, this guy's so smart. He knows exactly what to do. Doing my extensive research for this interview, I yes. was just scrolling through your Twitter page. <laughs> and I saw a picture of you behind a podium at a school. I did a fundraiser for uh, a, a group that's stopping mass incarceration in New York. And what were you talking about? Uh, I was talking about some experiences with the police. And it was another one of those things where I was like, I don't know why I'm here. Because <laughs> it was like Wyatt Cenac was the host. And Aparna Nancherla was on it. And then my friend Mike Brown, who's done a lot of different TV stuff. And then me, who's <laughs> I have no credits. <laughs> so I talked about personal stories about me being stopped for weed on occasion. And then uh, one time a cop told me, stop me with weed, made me pour it out and was like, look, man, you should really pick up drinking. Like, that's different. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, what are you guys doing messing around with this weed? You got to pick up drinking. And we were 19. So I'm like, you're telling me to illegally drink as opposed to smoking weed. So drink and drive or smoke weed and chill. And you're telling me drink and drive. Great. A policeman said that. So I was like, yeah, the whole country is a little flipped when they're telling me to drink instead of smoke weed when weed is much less harmful. In a weird way, I feel like comedies and activism and politics have kind of combined in a way I've never seen before. Yeah. I mean, the Hannibal thing with Bill Cosby yeah. is insane. Right? Why did that ha Why was that the spark? Uh, exactly, <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> stories from 10 years ago are just now. <laughs> the weird part is he brought it up in the sense of, like, everybody knows this. Like, yeah, yeah. It, wasn't, yeah it wasn't a <laughs> candid quote of him no. saying, I feel this way. It was, yeah. It was like, oh, here's a story everybody knows. Somebody was like, that's a thing? He's like, wait, what? <laughs> you didn't know that was a thing? Everybody talks about it all the time in comedy circles. Like, <laughs> it's such a widely known thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, what are your goals? What, are, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do, you wanna, what do you want Will Miles to mean, say, in 10 years? Will Miles, I want to be known as a great filmmaker. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Have you made in the films? Long run. I, I've written things in the last year. And I've been writing shorter things. Yeah, it just it clicked with me. And I love romantic comedy so much. So that's also why I was like, wait, Chris Rock, you're making a romantic comedy <laughs> with you in the lead and you're writing and directing? This is everything I've ever wanted to do. <laughs> why are you such a sucker for romantic comedies? It just gets, I feel like gets it gets, gets me. Yeah, right. <laughs> like romance, I get. Like, it's so, it's, and everybody can, everybody feels some type of way when you watch romantic comedy. You feel something. Like, you, even if it's like, this is cheesy. Like, I just watched that awkward moment. It's a terrible <laughs> movie. But <laughs> but we, I was watching it with my girlfriend. We were both over and over again like, this is so stupid. This wouldn't happen. But we watched the entire movie because uh, the storyline is so simple that it grabs you and you have to, like, finish it. We'll be right back with more It's All True after the break. And when we return, you'll hear Will Miles' funny personal true story. What's it about? 
Here's a clip. I started looking back like a movie. Like, hmm, I guess she said this. It was a little bit crazy. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I can't eat gyros. I'm like, okay. You won't want to miss it. More Will Miles after the break. Join us on Tuesday, January 20th at 6.30 p.m. at the Lagunitas Brewery for a special podcast event, Strange Brews Live. Hosted by me, Andrew Gill, and Allison Cuddy, we'll talk to beer experts Paul Dorica, Randy Mosier, and John Barley, live from the floor of one of the largest craft breweries in the country. The event includes complimentary beer tasting and the chance to meet with the show's hosts. Tickets and information at wbez.org slash events. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Tim Barnes. And in each episode, I ask a guest to reveal a headline for a funny, personal, true story. This week's guest is comedian Will Miles. Here's his headline. Breaking news, raver girl on date dirties up her jeans. (laughs) (laughs) So what year is this? So this was 2011, and I was with my buddy Chris. I was with a girl he was hanging out with, and she had a friend with her, so we're hanging out. At a show, entertaining Julia at Town Hall Pub. When it was a Town Hall Pub. <laughs> Chris's girl and her friend were all at the show together, and they were like, this girl was like, oh, you're funny, you're cute. I was like, cool, everybody believes that, that's good. <laughs> it's like, she's not wrong, she's right. Uh, her friend progressively got drunker at the end of the, by the end of the night, but at the beginning she was like, this girl's great, she does this, she's like a designer, she's really cool, she's been my friend for this amount of years. And then we get to the next bar, which is Evil Olive, and it's like chicken and beer night or something like that. Whatever they used to do, porn and chicken. Uh, <laughs> so we're there, and uh, we're hanging out. And uh, Chris's homegirl, or whatever she was with him at the time, she looks at me, and she's like, so you like my friend, huh? I was like, yeah, your friend's pretty cool. She's cute. She looks nice. Like, she's got a nice body. <laughs> I was like, yeah, she seems like she's smart. And then she was like, yeah, she's fucking stupid. And I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, how drunk are you right now? It's like, wait, slow down. And then she was like, yeah, this girl always poops her pants like every other day. I'm like, wait, no. This is not helping with the date. She was like, she's got a drug problem. She sleeps with cab drivers. She sleeps with all sorts of dudes. I was like, wow. I guess I can still hang out with her. So where does that put her in the pecking order at that point in your mind of like, should I pursue this woman? Oh, In my mind, I'm like, this woman seems a little... Like, then certain th- I started looking back like a movie. Like, hmm, I guess she said this. It was a little bit crazy. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I can't eat gyros. I'm like, okay. Before I was like, yeah, you know, gyros aren't, you're not, not always sure if they're the right meat. <laughs> she was like, no, I just shouldn't eat them. And she was like, I can't, I don't like taking cabs. I'm like, all right, why? <laughs> it was like, I was, uh, I was Kaiser Solzang or, <laughs> like I dropped my glass and I started to remember things <laughs> where I was like, she is Kaiser Soze. Uh, she is the girl who craps her pants. <laughs> yeah, and then she kept going to the bathroom and then her friend was like, you know why she's going to the bathroom, right? She keeps pooping. It's like, this is terrible. <laughs> and then the girl got on the bar and like started to act a little bit more crazy. The management kept trying to get her out of the bar. I was like, all right, this is not for me. <laughs> I was like, I, I can't do this. <laughs> when you get closer to 30, you just start to not be able to do things anymore. <laughs> 20-year-old me would have been like, yeah, this girl's fun. She's on the bar. Management's kicking her out. She's badass. 
but 30 year old me is like I can't no <laughs> like I, I gotta go I gotta wake up in the morning <laughs> can't be out with some crazy girls <laughs> I don't want my kids to be how'd you be mom ah oh, she crapped her pants and danced on the bar she was great I loved her <laughs> And that's the show. For more updates on Will Miles and what he's up to, follow him on Twitter. His Twitter handle is Mr. Will Miles. It's All True is a production of WBEZ Chicago and the Whiskey Journal. The show is produced by me, I, myself, Joe Dassault, Iris Lynn, and the guy who's talking right now. For more updates on this show and other wonderful WBEZ podcasts, visit wbez.org slash podcasts. Next week on It's All True, I talk to comedian J.F. Harris. I have a mild case of cerebral palsy. I have nerve damage in my hands that causes my hands to shake. So I always kind of look a little nervous on stage, which is great when you're a performer. If you dig the show, please subscribe on iTunes and tell people about it. It's a big help, and it means a lot. My Twitter handle is TimBarnes451, and follow the show at All True Podcast. This is Tim Barnes signing off saying, I believe in you. 